Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into Scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's 902-1OMG. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hello, everybody. It's another episode of 9021 OMG. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> We're here. It's me, Jenny, and here's Tori. Hi. Hi. And guys, guess what? Uh, we have back by popular demand. <laughs> no. uh, like you guys demanded it. Demanded. No. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Sugarman is in the house. You guys, I'm so happy to be back. I do have to say, so Jenny, after you said the Instagram comments weren't mean, I looked at them. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, they made me so happy. I don't think I've felt that happy in a long time. Oh like, my gosh, you're the cutest thing ever. I love this show and other people love it too. And it's just like, we all get to be together. <laughs> and they love you. No, they'll get tired of me quickly, but at least I'm here one I'm here one more time. But they love you for now, so <laughs> run with it. <laughs> one more time. 
Sesame will be back. I'll go one more. <laughs> yes, everybody. Thank you for all your comments. And uh, it's so fun to hear what, what you guys think because we and do. And all the, all the purchasing of your uh, workout video. <laughs> oh, a lot of comments about who had um, the video. I'm going to go on record that I think you're going to be approached to do a sequel. Oh, another. Yeah. No, boy. it's going to happen. <laughs> Get ready for it. I, I love your positive. I, I think I'm going to style you this time, though. <laughs> Please do. I don't want you to be mad at the black Reebok. We'll get some we'll get something better. No. Well, I'm I'm so glad that a lot of people got that video. Yeah. You should do one too. We should do a 9021 OMG we're working out video. 9021 go go go. <laughs> I like yeah, it. We, I like we, it. We could do what what are the things the walkers? <laughs> yes, those are walkers. Working out to the oldies? <laughs> Not We're not us. there yet. We'll, no, we'll play like some old music, but remix. Oh, you want to dress up like old older gals, or you want to no, go with no. what we've where we we'll are? We'll go now. with us. We'll yeah. go with us. Okay. We'll, we'll just have like walkers and show how you could do like leg lifts, like because there's walkers out there. That I'm sure they're like, wow, there's only a market for old people for walkers, and we'll show how you can like reinvent the walker for youth like us. <laughs> I don't know about this walker prop, but I'm into it. <laughs> How's everybody doing this week? This episode was so intense. I'm so ready. I know. I'm so ready. Like we can just get to it because you I have four pages of questions. Oh Lord, let's do it. I, I love your enthusiasm. <laughs> Wait, can we can we talk for a second that Brian got eliminated from Dancing oh, with the Stars? Oh, okay. I this is true. We do need to talk about this because okay. I yeah. watched it last night to watch Brian, and I was very mm -hmm. confused because he didn't dance, but he was in the audience. And so oh. I thought, wait, did he already dance? Did I miss it? He already got booted. He got booted the week he before. He got eliminated. Oh. First of all, they were harshing on him. He was he was destined to go because they were like, they had it in for him for some reason. They were like, too much PDA between you guys. What? And it's like, uh, that's no. not, what are the, the, you mean on the dance floor? There was too much PDA? Yeah. yeah, that's what they told them. They've never had a couple that's, like a celebrity and a, a dancer that's together. They should have liked that. You I think it, a little PDA would be good for ratings? I think, yeah, exactly. But yeah, they had it in for them, and then he, and then they went home. It's been shocking. Eliminations. Shocking. Gosh dang it! I was, I wanted it for Sharna. I know, but she won last year, right? Oh, I don't know. I, I didn't watch it last year. She's won before. Yeah. But then Mel C was eliminated. So like all these front runners are what going What are you talking home. about? Oh, what? Sorry. What? I didn't watch sorry. the end. Hold I on. didn't watch it. No, that's okay. I'm not going to re... It's okay. I felt that that was going to happen anyway, but I, I stopped watching it when I figured out that Brian wasn't going to dance. Literally just ruined Same. the whole thing. Um, but then they were like, there was this whole controversy that they stormed off and they had to go live and say like, no, 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 you guys, there oh, was like yeah. some confusion afterwards. Like it, it wasn't them. They were happy to do interviews. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was this weird controversy that Brian and Sharna were mad, but they weren't. They no, weren't. not at all. Okay, good. Yeah, Not at all, I say, like I know. Yeah, I'm glad you guys cleared that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like the Malore Harden is still in it. She's still in it, right? Yeah, she's a total front runner. Because I feel like she's, you know, not... 
I'm trying to pick my right words. Not old, but she's like in our age demographic, which makes me happy. You know, yeah. like all these young people are trying to kill it. Like she's out there doing her thing and like, yeah, a front runner. Yeah. She's a babe too. Yeah, she is. She's super nice too. She just gets mm-hmm. better and better. I'm like sad a fine wine. went home, but I still would make out with Ian over <laughs> Wait, nobody said anything about you making out with Ian. You just took it there. Because I just have been thinking about it for uh-huh. like two weeks. <laughs> wow. We need to have an intervention. Although, definitely in the episode, mm-hmm. Dylan and Brandon are like, I'm so in love with them. Mm, this is this is some prime Dylan and Brandon years. Oh, agree. Mm-hmm. Amy's like, get to the episode just unless you guys it. want to share information about Ian, because I could talk about him <laughs> for the whole hour. I'm glad I didn't get any like weird texts from Ian, like you're blocked. Although I guess you wouldn't, if someone blocked you, you wouldn't really know. They wouldn't inform you you're being blocked. I won't really know until I have to text him for something. Yeah. Oh, like blocked from text? Yeah. And then it yeah. goes green. Like if you text somebody that's blocked you, it goes green and that's how you know. Is that what blocked. happened? My ex-husband is green every time I text him. I thought it was just like the like service isn't right. Oh no. <laughs> okay, so apparently a lot of people have blocked me. Who blocked it's not you? It's a foolproof system. No, Peter blocked me. Apparently, if that's no, the no. if that's the, the how you tell if it's green. <laughs> he probably has a Samsung. Does he not have an iPhone? Wait, why would he have a Samsung? <laughs> <laughs> If you don't have an iPhone. By the way, Samsung, if you want to do a sponsorship, we still love Samsung. I know. But you know what? Those Samsung phones are kind of cool with the big giant screen that flips up. Anyway, we shouldn't talk about that. We should talk about that episode. That's okay. I still miss Blackberry, so I'm just saying. But anyway. (laughs) Okay, let's get into it. We are chomping at the bit to talk about this week's episode. Episode 25 of season two. How many are there of season two? 26, I think. Oh my gosh. What? This is next the, week's the finale? I think we're getting there. This is crazy. I I just checked. Time it's an flies. extraordinary amount of episodes in a season. It gets even more. Next season, it's 33 or was what? it 33 an episode season? That is like unheard I like of. it was an even number. Bananas. 28. Oh, 28. Okay, we have 28 this season. So we have three, three more, more oh, after. No, two okay. more after today. Okay, season two, episode 25, Meeting Mr. Pony, aired on April 2nd, 1992. I just have to say, great segue. You said chomping at the bit and it's called Mr. Pony. Well played. <laughs> Thank and you. And you didn't even tend to do yeah. it. Nope. Okay. Synopsis. The gang stays at the peach pit after hours to study for midterms. When the guys go to take out the trash, Brenda is held up at gunpoint by an armed robber. After the robbery, Brenda and the gang do their best to work through the trauma of that night. Mm. The episode starts out with uh, all the ca- all the kids stressing out about midterms. Everybody but Dylan. He doesn't stress out about anything, really, other than his dad or his mom. Because he's so chill and cool. Yeah. Oh, wait. Can I ask a question? Jen, the director is Bradley M. Gross. Was he not our first AD? And then... Oh, right. Directed. Yeah. Directed by Bradley M. Gross and written by Darren Starr, Jonathan Limkin, and Karen Rosen. (gasps) No wonder it was so good. Was Bradley... That sounds right. I think he might have been a first AD and he got to direct. That might have been the first person. I don't know. I hope so. No wonder it was so good. Did Darren Starr... Right. He didn't write every episode, did he? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Right. That's why this one was probably so good because he wrote it. 
Oh, because you because he wrote it, right? Yeah, because he wrote this. One. I think he had his hand in all of the episodes mm-hmm. to a certain point, and then he got busy with other shows. Karen Rosen, though, who our executive producer, Charles Rosen, his wife, she wrote really good dialogue, especially for women. Like she was always great. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, I have a question right off the bat. Okay, so in the very first scene, it's Brenda and Dylan, they're studying and Brenda's on the floor and Dylan's on the couch and they he's playing with her hair. Like he's twirling her hair while they chat. And I thought, oh, that's so cute. Would that be something that Luke Perry did? Or would that have been something the director kind of suggested he do? I don't know. I mean, every situation would be different. It would depend. Like if they weren't having, you know, the chemistry wasn't coming across, maybe the director would say, play with her hair or stick your finger in her ear. (laughs) (laughs) Thought you were going to say something else. So it's confirmed. Brad Brad was our first AD for 16 years episodes so cool i'm guessing he didn't tell luke perry to do that 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 was just his instinct yeah well it was excellent you liked the playing (laughs) with the hair yes i just was like oh he's so this was a for me like a big dylan is so hot episode he was just so lost in her and devoted to her well-being i mean but i was confused out of the gate why they seem to be hot and cold. Like one episode, mm-hmm. they're on the brink of breaking up. The next episode, they're back together. Then their next episode, they're seeing other people. I'm so confused. Thought the same thing. It's very convenient that now for this episode, they're back together. And But I'm happy about yeah. it because they're hot and heavy and they have some good yeah. kissing scenes, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you can hear it. I have a lot it. of notes about that, too. Okay. Oh. I have a question, you guys. In the first study scene, um, she's wearing, did I miss something? I probably did, but maybe not. She's wearing like a <gasps> wedding band. Listen to me. I saw the wedding band later in the episode when she was in the bed with Mr. Pony. Wait, so did we miss something and Dylan gave her a promise no. ring? No, we did not miss that. She's just wearing it for fashion? No. What do you think? Oh, in real life, she liked a boy. I think she was probably engaged in in IRL. Oh, my God. I agree with that, except, Jen, you remember, she was engaged a lot, and she, they all, all these boys gave her rocks. I'm talking Jenny from the Block rocks. Yeah, but that looked like a, a eternity band. Like, that looked like the wedding band that you wear. But huh? I remember her having good rings, too, from guys. But it looked Huge. like a diamonds all the way around kind of a thing. <gasps> Oh, I see. Okay, so like maybe she was dating someone and it was like a prelude to an engagement maybe, ring. Like it was a it was diamond. Her, it was on her ring finger. And that, uh, why did uh, continuity not say, like scripty not be like, hey, but here's the thing. You didn't really tell Shannon what to do. Yeah, so I'm, we, yeah I yeah. can imagine it going down something like that. Like where cra- or <laughs> script or wardrobe was like, um, so we need to take off the ring for this scene because, you know, you're not married in the show. And um, she was like, no, I'm going to keep it on. I'm like shook right now by so many things happening. She didn't want to take it off because maybe she felt like it was bad luck to not wear it. So she decided nobody's really going to see. Who was her dude back then? Does anybody in remember? In 92? Oh, oof. in April of 92. I think I know. Wait. You you would know better than me. I did not I'm going to go with... Uh, Ashley? Uh, factor. Not yet. Nope. 
because she and I. Max Factor. Factor. Was it Max Factor? No, no, no. His son, Dean Factor. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to go with Whoa. Dean Factor. And didn't Dean Factor have a brother? Davis Factor, the photographer. Yes. She was engaged to Max Factor in ni- early 1993, but we're talking early 1992, so. Yes, Smashbox. Tori, great memory. Wait, okay. So, wait, can I tell a story out of school? No. Obviously. So, I was with her when she got engaged. And to which time? To who? To Dean Factor. And I was with my bad ex. Mm-hmm. We were in Hawaii and Maui. Because remember, we used to do those things and we'd get like the free trips yearly to Maui at the West End. We would do like something in LA for like a radio thing. Uh, the yeah, picture. right there. I found a picture of all four of you. So, and I'm not telling tales out of school because this is a story she's talked about. But we were in a, in the hotel, and they got engaged. He took her away for, like, a private day. We weren't with them. They came back. They were engaged. They were in love. They were happy. Next day, they had a fight. And she went down to the gift store, and she was like, I was with her, and she was like, uh, his, I'm, I'm just going to buy something. I'm so mad at him. I'm going to buy something. I was like, okay, that's cool. You guys are engaged. You're together. It's your money uh, together. Um, and she bought this crystal dolphin that was up in this case <laughs> in the gift shop. The lock and key in a gift shop. And she was like, what's that? And she took it and she bought it. And no joke, it was like $2,000. And she went upstairs. And, they, and next thing I knew, we were next door. And I was definitely like this at the door. Like, I mean, at the wall. Like, oh, what's going to happen? I hear screaming, yelling. They got in a big fight. <gasps> Don't and, say it. And she smashed the dolphin. No. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> expect any of this and then afterwards she was like so mad at him but she was like i really like that dolphin actually (gasps) yeah wow this is so unexpected oh back in the day wow this makes my note saying luke perry's whispering voice is super sexy kind of not as exciting as it was when i was watching the episode yeah but you have to admit their kissing scenes in this episode were i literally wrote down to ask you guys how do you guys rate their kissing scenes that was like a that those were like eights on my on my one to ten yeah i'm gonna go with that yeah solid eight i just wondered like like sound when they were sitting there, like if we can hear it, like, oh my gosh, it's you. It's not we, it's you. You have a problem with kissing sounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was uncoms when Brandon was like in the diner like and they're fully there. making out, watching them. Ew. And he's all, oh, come on. The brother? I was like, ew, that's the brother. It's weird. I have a question, you guys. I'm just saying in that scene, when they kept showing the teacups stacked and the plates, were you like, that's foreshadowing? Something's going to happen with these damn teacups? Yes, yes, Tori. Yes, I wrote I down like, too so much. much foreshadowing. Love you, Bradley Gross, but too much. Something. <laughs> well, what about when the, 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 the bell of the door and you're like, who's coming in? But it was just Andrea to like, like get her, psych. get the yellow, what's that called? Cliff's notes. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you knew something. Something bad. was coming. Yeah. Foreshadowing was I wish we didn't know at all. But uh, Andrea looked really cute. And Steve, in the scene before, one was wearing a new wardrobe piece that we've never seen before, but equally don't like, I'm sure, was the vest. The vest. It was the vest. The vest. Nope. Yeah. 
No, no, no. Now, if that had been on your fave, Jim Walsh, I would have been okay with that. But on him, didn't work. Mm -mm. And then he called her Andrea Zuckerman. (laughs) (laughs) He must, it must have been just a slip up. I don't know. But the same person that was like, hmm, Shannon, you shouldn't wear that ring. You're not married. Was probably like, mm, I said Zuckerman, not Zuckerman, but then didn't say anything to him. What I did like, though, was that Andrea said uh, Steve likes to put his book under his pillow so that he'll <laughs> learn it by osmosis. And I was like, hey, I do that. <laughs> do you guys do that? Do you do you ever no. like when I have to learn a lot of lines, sometimes if I'm really stressed out, I'll put it under my pillow. And I noticed don't tell anyone this, but my youngest daughter puts things under her <gasps> pillow, too. I'm no, not going to say. Has she seen you do it or she just does it? She just does it. Like she must have heard that it worked too. <laughs> Wait, you guys, work. does that work? It's like a, it's manifestation. She called it manifestation. I called it, please God, let me remember all my lines. <laughs> but yeah, I think it works. I'm going to try that. She actually put it under her sheet, not under her pillow. So I was changing the sheets the other day and I saw it. Well, maybe she fell asleep reading it. No, it was some. It was something else. It was intentional. It's like a little note. Yeah, I'm gonna put a fake check for a million dollars under my <laughs> pillow and see if it just happens. If it comes to life. That's a good idea. I'm gonna do that too. I thought. Let's try in this particular episode that Andrea Zuckerman, not Zuckerman, Zuckerman, was just so sweet. Like she is so bubbly and kind mm-hmm. and sweet. And smart, like she knew Brenda was going off the rails Uh and she was so intuitive about it. I mean, I guess if we're going there, did you think it was so harsh when Brandon was like, maybe she just doesn't want to talk to you? I was like, okay, yeah. Wait, can we go back to the very first time you see the gun? Yes, yes. That was the biggest gun I've ever seen. (laughs) It was like a a sawed off shotgun or something like rifle. Yeah, that was intense for what we later find out as a 17-year-old guy. Like, that was that's scary. The, that's a lot. I was scared. A handgun would have done the job. Yeah. I thought that Shannon did excellent mm-hmm. acting in that scene. I really did. Yeah. I thought she really played that so well. Like, what the hell do I know about acting? But yet, totally believable. Believable. Very good. Yeah. yeah. And, She's and a Dylan great and Brandon actress. Are, too busy outside playing in the trash to kick the can or to something. hear her. Like, what are they doing in the alley? <laughs> Which so Luke loved juggling. <laughs> you know he added that. I mean, they had fun, I'm sure, but they were so, they did they didn't hear like all the crashing and screaming that was going on inside. The scene was intense. They made sure to do the like of the like trash compactor thing or whatever that was <laughs> coming down, so you would know they won't oh, hear. Oh, anything. oh. But then it stopped. Like, you would hear something. I thought the line when she said, just be cool, all right, that was a little weird. Yeah. Wh- but the rest of the scene was, like, flawless. Yeah. Not only was her acting really good, she looked really beautiful in this whole episode. Like, mm-hmm. skin, hair, her eyebrows everything. eyebrows perfection. Yeah. It was good. Wow. I mean, for the 90s to have those perfect eyebrows... Yeah, she looked wow. really good yeah. in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, and she was excellent. Like, it was so... Really well done. The, her whole portrayal in that scene, especially yeah. that scene, maybe other parts weren't as like perfect, but no, that scene I, I think was, you're totally right. Wow. Mm-hmm. The bell, the ringing of the bell, though, 
was such a trigger for me. I don't know why, but I'm Aww. sure it was for everyone. Like it, they just kept ringing the bell all throughout the episode. And it's really giving me anxiety. I had physical anxiety watching this episode. I was literally like, like I felt yeah. nervous. I agree. So good job, Bradley Gross. Like, mm-hmm. was it, wait, that was the name, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. That was like a horror film. Like yes. Bell. The Bell. Do you guys remember that episode of Laverne Shirley when, um, <laughs> whenever they heard the bell, she'd turn into a chicken? She'd start <laughs> acting like a chicken? Um, wait, was it like hypnosis? Yeah. Like they had gone to. <laughs> whenever she heard the bell, she would be like. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then it would ring again and she'd be like, hi, what's going on? Favorite episode of Laverne and Shirley. Might want to check it out. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and watch that one. I don't know if it's also like the, our timing was so good for this episode because it's Halloween and I've been watching all these horror movies yeah. and like AMC is running horror movies like nonstop. So I think I'm already a little edgy. <laughs> and so this episode, I was like, oh, this is really like a horror movie. Yeah, it was good. A good episode, like a departure episode kind of. Yeah. Ooh. If someone here's here's the thing, if someone told you to get on the ground and start counting, she turned around and did. I know. Would you? I don't know. Something stood out for what me. Do you mean I was she like, turned around like okay. So or- she's facing him, and he's like, "Get on the ground and start counting." And she turned around and got on the ground. God forbid. I, I don't know what was going to happen if I were in that position, but like, I'd want to keep my eyes. I don't know in case I can make a break for it, mm-hmm. or like, I'd want to see. He didn't say turn around. And get on the ground. Did he? I thought he said just get on the ground. I don't remember. I just thought it was lucky she was able to open the register. Right? <sighs> I wouldn't have been able Especially to. after Nat struggled with it, which was also like some weird foreshadowing. foreshadowing. Like I was just like, there was a lot of foreshadowing in this yeah. episode. They had, to, they had to set it up. They had to, you know. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, effed. she's not going to be able to open this. Mm-mm. And it was a real mess when they came back in, when Brandon and Dylan came back in. And it was just like. Yeah. And then she tried to act all stoic and like everything was fine and go on about her business, which we all knew wasn't going to end up working out (laughs) because it was too good to be true. Did you think Mrs. Walsh, when she came into the diner, so when Mr. and Mrs. Walsh Mm -hmm. come into the diner, Mm -hmm. I thought she seemed way too calm. I was like, your kid just got held up. There was a weird pause at the door. You could tell like they had a, yeah. And then, and then I kind of thought it was cute that Brenda hugged dad, not mom. I don't know. My kids would hug me first probably, but (laughs) (laughs) she's always been closer to to Jim, Mm -hmm. Brenda and Jim. Yeah. That girl, that played weird to me. Like, why is she not freaking out? She looked kind of mad at her. Like she came in, kind (laughs) of looked a little mad at Brenda. Like, how could you let this happen? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like as moms yeah. wouldn't you guys like be freaking out yes and rush right in yeah absolutely or was she trying to be like it's okay, like if i'm calm it'll make her calm if i'm freaking out she's gonna freak out more i don't know i'm just trying to oh, then they went back and had ice cream that was weird to me too i'm like what? remember they're in that kitchen right after mm-hmm. after the cop leaves and they go home and it's it's the Walshes and Dylan, and they're eating. Well, that's ice how you cream. fix everything in, in on TV shows. You eat ice cream, <laughs> or real life. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jim's shirt was hideous. Like he had a really hey, bad. Hey, 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 yeah, hey, man, watch it. He don't go talk about bad about Mr. Walsh. 
I do want to skip ahead to when he was wearing the flannel and the flash black back when they were riding horses. <sighs> Be still my heart. He looks so cute in that little good. flannel jacket with the hat he hiding did. his bald head so that it, it looked like he was younger. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So here's my next question for you guys. So then we get to the scene where Brenda is trying to sleep. And obviously she has like full PS- PTSD. She can't sleep. What is it with, and I, I see this on shows all the time. Obviously, like you guys want to look good, but like she's asleep in full makeup, like full makeup. <laughs> Don't you does hate any, that? Does anyone ever discuss with you guys like, hey, let's wash your face and make it really look like you're not in full glam? Yeah. Not on that show. No. Uh, uh, yeah. It's pretty much usually up to the actress. Like how real do you want to be? And I can't imagine being that young and not being comfortable just like saying yeah let's make it look real take my makeup down at least down if not off but yeah and she looks so great without makeup yeah Yeah. we all did (laughs) it's just we were (laughs) and then she had the nightmare and they did make her sweaty did you guys Uh, and her her skin was dewy i liked it i appreciated that a lot it was she looked beautiful Uh uh-huh i didn't notice the makeup it didn't bother me as much because it's Brenda and she always looks pretty like that. Like I didn't think mm-hmm. for her to look haggled or. Would you know she had lips on? Was that? Yes. Well, yeah. Because yes. we all had spice lip liner it, tattooed on our lips for the, all of the 90s. Oh, my God. We never went never anywhere went, without spice. Never. It was nope. weird. Yeah. I don't want to jump ahead because there's so many fashion things I want to talk about. But I'll oh, zip it until God, we yes. get to that. Because this was Can we like- talk about Mr. Pony. See, Jen, you finally got to figure out who Mr. Pony is. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean. He's a stuffy. He's a stuffy. He's I was, a stuffy. <laughs> I was hoping for more, but. <laughs> <laughs> Remember last week when we thought it was about like horse racing? <laughs> well, I episode? thought it was like, ride it, my pony. You know, that's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I went full dirty, like full dirty, ride it. That's why we love you. But they had like, she said she had Mr. Pony and Brandon had Mr. Something else. I didn't remember that. What did he have? Mr. Bunny or whatever he had. (laughs) They named all of their things Mr. Something, which is weird. Now, did anyone think it was weird that she talked about riding the horse and then she stopped riding the horse because she got thrown off the horse. Then when she was in therapy and was supposed to think of her most calm, perfect moment, she was back on the horse. I was like. Maybe that was like pre, pre-throwing pre off. Yeah, mm. yeah. I guess I have to s- chill out. Yeah, bit. you need to relax, Sugarman. <laughs> and, for, <laughs> and for anyone that doesn't know, Shannon actually rides horses. That's like horses are a big thing in her life. So I don't know. I'm guessing they added that part because it was real. Maybe. Because stuffy could have been anything. Why not a pony? We're we're talking about how she went to therapy and and for her Mm -hmm. trauma. Mm -hmm. And you guys, I've been to at least. 15 or 20 therapists in my life. (laughs) At least. I mean, I'm lowballing there. But I've never sat side by side with my therapist, like me in one chair facing this way and then them in the chair next to me facing the same way. Nope. Was that for the camera? I don't know, but it was weird. Really, really bothered me because you always sit across from your therapist. They have to like peer into your soul while you 
tell them things. Accurate. In my next question. Mm. So there was some good Mm. exterior shots of the high school in this. And it said West Beverly High on the exterior. Mm -hmm. So was, did they do a fake sign? Cause this was way too early for like CGI. So would they like put that sign up when you guys would go to that? Where was the high school again? Van Nuys? Torrance. Torrance. Oh, not even near Van Nuys. The stages were in Van Nuys. The actual like exterior of the school was in Torrance, California. Got it. Did you address it? Yeah. The, they would probably, I'm going to guess, and they would make up a faux sign and just put it up for that shot. Yeah, it looked real. Looked like stoned in, like made of stone. Looked very real. <laughs> they did good. <laughs> While we're nitpicking, I have one other question. Okay. So there's a scene where Brenda is in study hall. Sorry, I don't mean to have so many questions, but I did. So do it. Riley, our producer, has the photo. So there's a scene where she's in study hall and she like, not the midterm, but when she's in study hall and she freaks out. Okay, see this guy right here, the background actor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's famous. Who dat? Who is that? What? Wait, can we zoom in? Why would you know that? I literally, I watched this episode without my glasses on. I thought it was Brian. <laughs> is, is it Jim Carrey? I can't tell. It looks like Michael C. Hall to me. But oh, I good one. I tried that. so hard to find out if he was a background actor on 90210. But wow. I think we need to like put this on the Instagram because that guy to me, I think got famous later. We should find out. That would be so exciting. Now, also scroll down because yes. I'm just noticing. Um, What's going on with the person smoking in the doorway? Well, that's a that's a don't smoke <laughs> poster. Duh. <laughs> is, is it? Well, she's make, not making it look undesirable. Well, I'm sure the words, you can't really see them there. They probably say don't smoke or you'll die. I'm sure. Okay, who is that guy now? What if he's not? No, that person is famous. I'm like 99% sure sure about it. I believe you. But whoever that is went on to become famous because I noticed it when I was watching and I'm like, huh, that guy, that guy's somebody. Okay, so everybody out there, if you were in season 20, uh, season two, episode 25, Meet Mr. Pony, um, and you were a background actor and now you're famous, can you please let Amy Sugarman know? (laughs) She's dying to know. If they're super famous, they'll get right on that. <laughs> if you're famous. <laughs> if they're not famous, and they will be contacting this you. This episode of the podcast, <laughs> we're getting it's narrowing down, guys. <laughs> and if you're willing to put on an iron zeering mask, Amy Sugarman would like to meet you. We're just saying. God. Maybe. I'm just saying, maybe. Those those were my main those were my main detailed sleuthing I was doing on this episode, but I still have many more thoughts. We didn't even take a break yet. I feel like we should take a break. This is the longest first part of our show ever. Sorry, guys. Let's take a break. (laughs) The worst producer. I forgot about the commercial. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? 
Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics. C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC Injectable Gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. 
She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, you had you had a lot of questions. You you call yourself nitpicking, but I don't think it's nitpicking. I think it's just being, you know, detailed detailed watcher. And a fan. Yeah. You're a great fan. Yeah. Like you it's clear. Oh my god. I literally love this show. I was thinking about that that there's probably like I was trying to see if there's like maybe 20 shows in my life that really like impact your life. 20. And this is one of them. That's a lot. 20 I a watch lot. a lot of television. <laughs> <laughs> Guess so. Wow. And I've been around for a while. I mean, so. 20 as a young person in the 90s, though. Yeah. But now I'm saying. But this is one of them. That's good. Well, yeah. At the time, there probably was only five. But now yeah. that I'm in my Fair 40s, enough. I probably have 20-ish. I think that a lot of people our age would say the same thing about this show. Mm-hmm. That this show, it got them through such a... That those teen years, you know, when you want to know more and you, you, it's like you're, you're trying to figure it all out and you can watch these kids going through the same things that you're going through kind of. And mm-hmm. like this show was important to a lot of people for that same reason. Do you guys have shows that did that for you? Because obviously this one couldn't because you're in it. So like, do you guys have a show or shows that stand out to you? that really impacted your life as youngsters as like any you know teenagers. or even during this time or any any shows that just stand out yes I can't remember it. I mean, was before this, I was like into the Brady Bunch and yeah. uh, I Dream of Jeannie, mm-hmm. Little Vernon and Shirley, Happy Days, all those shows. But then I started working and spent 10 years just working ridiculous hours around the clock and I never watched TV for 10 years. So the, yeah. so I didn't have one like at that time. Well, is it like eating ice cream when you work at the ice cream store? Like, do you guys still enjoy watching shows? I was the same as Jen. I was into sitcoms, but I loved like different strokes and yeah. facts of life and Three's what's company. happening Ugh. and Three's Company. Yeah. Are we showing our age? <laughs> no, they know our like, age. Tori, so like your dad shows definitely had like an impact on oh. my life. Did that happen for you or was it different because you're they were your dad's work? No, I was t- I was too young to really watch, but I think they let me because it was my dad. But I was in, totally into like Dynasty yeah. and like not Dallas, but I was into Falcon's Crest, which wasn't his show, but that was my jam. But um, you guys, what about like, tw- I just looked it up and I was like, oh, I forgot about that. Like 21 Jump Street and like yeah. Doogie Howser. 
all shows that were on at the same time frame that we were working. So I never, ever watched an episode of either of those. Knight Rider? Knight Rider was major. <laughs> that was major. Is that the car one where the car talks? I still to this day cannot look David Hasselhoff like in the eyes. Like when we have like work events and he's around, I've had things where I'm like, I actually, there's two people. I cannot look them in the eyes. I and Zering, uh-huh. No, I and Zering is fine. <laughs> totally fine. I can, so like David Hasselhoff was doing something for us at iHeart and he, I needed to like prep him for what he was doing and I couldn't do it. I had to have somebody else go do it. I think, I don't know if it was because I loved him back then. I don't know. And the other one is um, Greg Brady, Barry Williams. I cannot <laughs> look him in the face. I cannot do it. And I used to, he used to live in my town, like in LA. And I would see him walk into the bank. I, I could not look him in the face. And like when we would interview him, nope, cannot do it. And I don't know if it was because I loved Greg Brady. I don't know. Cannot do yes, it. Yes, it's because you loved Greg Brady <laughs> and the Hoff. Like I have to uh -huh. go in another room. Like I cannot nah. go near them. That's cute. I love that. That that those are your like star struckers. Those are the people that you just can't pull it together in front of. <laughs> Party of five was really good. Oh, Scott Wolf. And it happened to be on after us. So like I feel like I didn't really watch us, but I would watch. I did watch with my friends sometimes, but Party of Five was my jam. Mm. That show was on after 90210? I think it was the you 9 o'clock. Uh, no. After like at 9 p.m.? Or do you mean like? I think so. When really? we filmed after. Like we started first, but then once they came, I think, am I wrong? I think they were the hour after us. Okay. Scott Wolf. Think. Is aging like a fine wine. He literally looks exactly the same. Speaking of background players, when I was on Saved by the Bell, he was a background player. Mm -hmm. And look at him now, aging like he a is, fine wine. God, he looks so He is excellent. a hottie. The other he one has, that I think looks so good, just totally going on a tangent here, is Scott Speedman. Do you mm -hmm. guys remember that guy from Felicity? Oh, yeah. and now he's on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, he's, like, he's cute. Literally, is he kidding me with how good he looks? He's a HFD. What's that? What? HFD. Got it. I just got it. I just got it. I like that one. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Didn't know. Oh Amy doesn't know what it is. It's hottie for days, Amy. I remember it. You coined that a while ago. I didn't know it was that. Hottie for days. Do you know what I thought it meant? Hot <laughs> fucking dad is what I thought. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, let's talk about the therapy. So I thought that was like pretty ahead of its time, too. That she went to the therapy, they acknowledged it was PTSD. But but so funny that all of the Beverly Hills kids are like, yeah, I've been to therapy. Mm, me too. Yeah, well, I did it. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Like, they were all coming clean about it. And Donna was like, I want to, but my mom won't let me until I have a problem <laughs> or something. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> but yeah, she really needs to get on that. Also, what the yeah. hell subject were they studying when Brandon kept saying tertiary, Jurassic, crustaceous, Triassic, like what's tertiary? Are those like dinosaur terms? <laughs> I thought it was like a vocabulary test. Wait, archaeology? What? Maybe they were taking their archaeology tertiary. test. Tertiary. How do you look up what tush, tush, I how tried do you say to it? Google it and I can't figure out how to spell it. Tertiary. 
Tertiary. Amy, you have to say it because you're the only one that can say it right. I thought it was tertiary. Tertiary. But I tertiary. couldn't find it on the internet because I didn't know how to spell it. Put that in a sentence. Yeah. Well, please define tertiary for us. Someone. The dinosaur eras? Tertiary Jurassic Crustaceous Triassic? See, know. see, maybe we're on to archaeology. I think they were studying archaeology. Clearly Donna was doing algebra, so I got that. And I love that I said second time because in real life, well, I yeah. did. I, I failed it. I had to do it again. So what does that mean, you taking it for the second time? You had to take the course a second time or the grade for a second time? Donna. Oh, oh, I thought it meant like I'm repeating algebra like second year in a row. And oh, I was okay. like, Maybe, dad, yeah. oh my God, my dad said something. Thanks. <laughs> I'm sure he and ha- but that's just a weird coincidence. Listen, math is not for everyone. Oh. No. Oh, here they go. Tertiary is a widely used but obsolete term for the geologic period from 66 million to 2.6 million. I love the geologic BC, period. Yeah. Dinosaurs, people, archaeology. Wow. That's what I'm going wow. with. Their classes were hard. Ross would know. <laughs> oh, Ross. Good, good reference. You know who else would know? The guy. Oh, have you guys seen the show Love on the Spectrum? Oh, no. I thought you were going to say La Brea. I love, love that show. It's my favorite show on TV. <laughs> Which one? Do you, who do you love? Well, there's one guy. I, can't, I don't I'm not good at remember their names, but there's one Same. guy that I love that loves dinosaurs. Like he is the dinosaur guy. And he he finds love. But then you find out that they broke up at the end. Oh, did I just don't tell that? me. Second, I haven't seen second season. <laughs> sorry. Second season. So good. Oh, my God. Wait, who's the guy that just loves Mark. love? And he had Mark. And he had he wears hats and he had like a box carved for his future wife. Wait, does he find love? Wait, don't tell me. Tell me. Wait, I can't tell you. Oh, okay. Amy, you haven't watched Love on the Spectrum. You have to no, watch it. I'll, I will. Season one and season two now. Uh, so will. the girl that does this, I now do it, and because I watch her so much and love her. <laughs> you know what I'm talking you about. You drink and then make the after sound. <laughs> Which, like, inside joke with my kids, like, oh, we love her. And she always says that it's so adorable. And now it's ingrained in me and I do it out. And people are like, what the hell is wrong How do with I that watch girl? this? Netflix? Hulu? Netflix. Netflix. It, it's brilliant. It's so beautiful. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. So yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, 
and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Should I continue my question? Yes, please. Yeah, we, we love to deviate. Bring us back. <laughs> so at one point, uh, Steve Sanders says, so this was probably in the peach pit scene when they were all studying. And he says, must be hormonal. What was that? Does anybody know why he said that? Was it that girls are better at school than boys? Like, I couldn't figure out what he I didn't get that about. one. Yeah. He was talking about. To dig deeper on that. Because I was like, huh? Yeah, but then Andrea I... shut him down. That's what I figured. Yeah. It's not hormonal, yeah. Steve. We're just a superior race. We're just, you know, <laughs> smarter than you. <laughs> what do you want? Pretty much. <laughs> also, Steve said in the, in the, in at some point... Um, he called the, the robbery a stick up, which I really hey. loved. <laughs> Same. I wrote that whole thing down. He said, I stopped by the peach pit for breakfast. Nat told me about the stick up. Oh, that's my favorite part. And then he goes, I'm blown away. And Brenda says, glad I wasn't. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> what's happening? This is a fun dialogue. Yeah. And the stick up. Do like they a call it? No one calls it that 90 year old guy. Yeah. Up. I love when people, when people talk of like old people, like, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> Say older <laughs> slang term. Totally stick wrote up. that down. Yeah. Stick up. Stick up. My God. Oh, wait, what, what do we that? do? Do you have more questions, Amy? Because I have nothing left to say about this episode. Yeah, well, I no, talk I'm fashion. getting towards the end. I mean, I feel like we're breaking it down pretty well. I don't know who played the bad guy. He was great. Yeah. I thought he was, when they had him in a lineup, I was like, he's kind of sexy. And I feel like I've seen him yeah. in stuff. David Kriegel. Who is David? Who in the world is David Kriegel? Look him up. David Kriegel. He because played a scary, scary man in this episode. And he was really good. How do you spell his name? But K-R-I-E-G-E-L. Mm -hmm. He was also kind of cute. I mm -hmm. got to admit. Mm -hmm. I was like, mm -hmm. I want to be robbed by him. <laughs> I... <laughs> Oh, yep, yep. <laughs> he's super cute. Mm -hmm. Where is he now? Uh, David oh, he's Kriegel? retired. He's retired. Oh. Retired. You can do that. He's. An, I guess <laughs> maybe he made billions somewhere else. He is a former <laughs> retired U.S. actor. I want that on my IMDb. I'm a retired entertainer. <laughs> oh, known for Speed, Leaving Las Vegas, and speed. Alive. Okay, he's done very well. Yay! He was on the. I think he was on the bus in Speed. Yay, oh David. my God. Find him. Can you find out who he was in speed? Because now it's coming to me that I think he maybe was on the He's bus. He's hot. He's hot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I liked him. And <sighs> he was also in 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Oh, hmm. I need to know who he was in the bus. He was speed. a character named Terry in speed. Does anyone have a photo of that? Was he on the bus? <laughs> Which seat was he in? Because I'm picturing who I think he was on the bus. If he is on the bus, oh my God, you are, you have a photographic memory. I think. He's married with a wife. He has four children. He is no longer active as an actor, director, and producer in film or television since 2006. What does he do now? He retired he... at the age of 37. What? Look, how God does this bless happen? him. How, what does he, how does he make money now? I'm really curious. Oh, oh guess what? Amy what? Sugarman. You can find him. Because he now owns a unique children's dance studio with his wife, Amy Kriegel, in Studio City. Oh, my God. <gasps> He's probably and your was neighbor. he the long-haired guy on the bus? And now she needs to know what his hair length was. Jesus. And I also need to know, what the, was the horse's name Sebaster, Sylvester, Wait, or I know Sebastian? this place. Jen, yeah, you probably I know him. I knew that was... 
you guys. Oh my god, he looks he the same. The long-haired guy on the bus. Wait, Jen, do you know this place? I I know this place, Creation Station. Oh yeah, I, I've City. gone there. Yeah, <gasps> me too. Is it upstairs by by Ross? yes he owns that oh my gosh i know the lady that the woman that owns it i didn't know that david creed that's his wife this is all panning out we got this yeah solved wow i knew he was that guy on the bus my daughter one of my kids or some of my kids i don't know went there to his dance studio We'll call there and see if he'll come on with us next week. Well, apparently it's very successful, the dance studio, because he was able to retire and just focus on that. <laughs> you guys, there's got to be something else. I'm Sebastian, sorry. God bless him if Sylvester he Sylvester Sebastian. What the F was the horse's name? I had to rewind it three times. Wait. Okay. So first she calls him Sebastian and then she calls him Sylvester. Yes. So that's what maybe I Maybe that was her nickname for an Sebastian. S name. I mean, Sylvester. Very odd. Nitpicky. Nitpicky. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to be nitpicky. What does nitpicky mean? Does that mean you are a picker of nits? <laughs> <laughs> I I just want to break it down. I don't know. You just like, yeah, I don't know. What does it mean? How did that come to mean like you're, you analyze, overanalyze things and uh, you're a I nitpicker. Just, I'm learning so much this episode. Care. This is, this like, is fun. I care. And if we're going to do this, let's do it right. I love it that you have your phone just easily accessible at all times to look things up because your fingers are much faster than mine. Mm. Nitpick. Engage in fussy fault finding. The state is nitpicking about minor administrative matters was the example. But it, it, it originated from actually the picking of lice off of, of a head. So you are a Ew. nitpicker. Oh, you're right. Wow. Ooh, sorry. (laughs) Let's call her something else. What is another word for nitpick? Judgy? Criticize. Quibble. No, none of these work. Yeah, because it's not mean. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to really analyze everything I can about this episode. Yeah. Mm -mm. Including, should we do fashion? Oh, please. Mrs. Walsh's hideous sweater vest <laughs> i thought it was christmas like it kind of looked like a christmas vest maybe okay maybe it was on that dark in her closet on that note saying that it reminds you of christmas there was two scenes where one in the hallway uh i think brenda had on green and white bright green the stripes and like christmas green stripes i loved it by the way Agreed. And someone else in that scene, it was either you or me, had on red. Me. Red and white It was hearts. you. So okay. was it Valentine's Day? Was it Christmas? <laughs> what was happening? No, but I was just like, from a wardrobe standpoint, wouldn't you be like, ooh, I got to change one of these? And they probably couldn't ask her. So they could have asked mm-hmm. you and you would have done it. Yeah, but so I probably wouldn't then, have. Then, <laughs> you're like, mm. Then, later in the Walsh house, uh, you again, I, uh, oh no, you have green on, right? Mm-hmm. So someone has green on. And then Brandon has on a reddish shirt. And I'm like, what's going on? And then Brenda walks in in her plaid red jacket. And yeah. And everybody, I, Brenda was wearing flannel. Steve, uh, Dylan was wearing flannel. And Jim Walsh was wearing a red flannel. All red, red flannels. It was very confusing. I'm going to go on record with this episode as saying that our normal wardrobe Weird. stylist, that she was sick or had to do something else and they had someone else fill in because th- it didn't make sense. Mm-mm, Ellie had a blue blouse that I did not care for 
in that scene at the peach pit. Sorry, Jenny. I did not care for it. I don't remember. It wasn't it. our normal clothes. I, I, I don't know. Something what did was you up. think of Jim Walsh's suspenders and tie? Please. I mean, every time. Gets me with the, I want to snap them. <laughs> the and Brenda had a many silk pajamas. Many she different has an pairs. endless, yeah, an endless supply of cute pajamas. It, the Walshes are very wealthy and their, their yeah. drawers are very big. They never wear a pajama twice, by the way. <laughs> never. Mm-mm. And I know, you know, the thought behind that was probably like, oh, people think we got continuity wrong. And it was like, if you wear it again, but that's real life. Like everyone wears the same pair of pajamas. You do. Well, I don't wear pajamas. <laughs> you don't? I used to. I don't know. I had. I used to have all those cute. Remember back in the nineties, Gemma, when like we would have like the cute fuzzy ones that would like um, flannelly ones, but they would have different things on it, like poodles or sushi or like yeah, PJ Salvage. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I still have those. Still- yeah, PJ Salvage is still around. Wait, Tori, do you sleep in nothing? Are you being sexy or do you sleep in like sweats? <laughs> <laughs> have you Have you met me? Usually like a t-shirt and underwear. No, here's what happens. From the, di- yeah. When yep. you're really tired, you just, you don't want to do more laundry. And so you just sleep naked because why dirty another pair of pajamas? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I don't do laundry. So that's not, that might be your problem, but that's not mine. Mine okay. is, I just am too lazy to change. Too so lazy, I take yeah. off my bottoms, keep whatever top I have on, sometimes take the bra off. You, but I, with third love, it's super comfortable, so I don't have to. And wear my underwear to bed. <laughs> oh, my God. Amy, do you wear pajamas? People are dying to know. I do. I wear, I get very hot at night, so I wear, like, shorts, yeah. sleep shorts. Mm. And a shirt. Mm. But they're, like, pajamas. Sometimes, I, I'm not afraid of laundry, so I don't have <laughs> kids, so I can do, like, I'm not really worried about my laundry. Do you remember where you used to wear like boys briefs? Like when Marky Mark did like the Calvin Klein and like the long. My teenage daughters, this is weird. They're back in. They wear my husband, not their father, but my husband's (laughs) underwear. I can't unsee that now. No. I can't pretend I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. But they they take them and then they write their name like in the label so that he doesn't wear them again, I guess. But they always get put away in the wrong place. So. I don't ever know who's wearing whose underwear around here, but it's kind of Can un- you just concerning. buy them pairs because. Yes, I have. I've bought them. Peter's They're never going to unblock you no, after, after no. hearing that. He has a problem with it. He's he's already pointed out that it's not OK for the girls to wear Dave's underwear. <laughs> that makes me love it even more. But what? wait, how does he even know? I guess one of them wore a pair of his underwear to his house. And he said, hey, where'd you get that man underwear? And they were like, oh, it's Dave's. Meaning nothing. Like, it's washed. It's just a garment. I'm putting it on my body. It doesn't have anything to do with his privates and my private. Like, what? It's so weird. Why is that an issue? I don't get it. I was like, what's the problem? Okay, whatever. I will buy them their own guy's underwear if that's going to bother you. This is so much. I love this conversation yeah. so much. I can't even tell you. Fun. I'm not sure if this is better or if the Hawaii <laughs> vacation is better. Both of them have got me just like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Amy. What were you saying? The teacher yeah. from the midterm 
is Robert David Hall, who later was on CSI for many years, just letting you know. So, uh-huh. Yeah. Good for I him. I just want you to have facts. Yeah, he he went on to become very famous, just like I'm pretty sure that background actor did from the study hall scene. There you go. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, favorite line from the episode. I have two, but I don't want to, you know, jump the gun. You guys can go. It's the same one that yeah, I said it's before. The one Lisa it's before Brandon's line. Yeah. Oh no, the stick up line. The stick up line because it was so. Like I stopped by the peach pit for breakfast. Nat told me about the stick up, so I already was like, "Did he just say stick up?" And then he's like, "I'm blown away." And then Brenda says, "Glad I wasn't." I, I know I've mentioned it already, but it was just like, "Who's writing that?" <laughs> yeah. Well, I liked. Uh, Brandon's line that you said you didn't like, but no offense, Andre, but maybe she just doesn't want to talk about it with you. He was so short fused. That was in, was that the, in the hallway when he, he clearly had somewhere to be because he was so had no mean. time for Andrea. And just the way he was delivering those lines was like, I got to get out of here. I need to go. <laughs> like if I was Andrea, I'd be like, why do I put up with your crap, mm-hmm. dude? I'm watching out for your sister. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? And she was right. Andrea was right. She knew Brenda was in trouble. She's usually right. Let's just yes. face it. We didn't My- talk about the Scrabble at the end, too, where they were playing fake Scrabble. <laughs> oh, cute. and I was like, let's play Twister. And no one wanted to do that. So I said Twister. <laughs> yeah, well, that would have Hello, been Donna has dyslexia. Has that not happened yet? It has, right? Yeah. No. So she can't play Scrabble. That's why the words didn't make sense. <laughs> That's why. That's why. That's why. And Dylan was epically hot in this whole episode. God. Yeah, he didn't have much to do. Like this wasn't his his episode. Other than just except be when she had that meltdown in the midterm, and he was right there. He I was, was gonna right say there. when he runs in the hallway and grabs her. Oh my god! Uh, and she was a little bit like in her light colors. I almost thought it was white till they zoomed in, and it wasn't like damsel in distress. Oh. I loved that outfit that she was yeah. running out of the classroom in. Yeah, uh, but the way he grabbed her, I was like, oh! And it reminded me of the scene in episode one where he like 
throws the thing and runs after her. And she's like, get away. And like when he's drinking and then he grabs her. Like, I love when he grabs her. That's all. She dates the coolest boy in school. Like she totally does. Mm -hmm. Okay, you guys, that episode was very dramatic. Thanks for having me again. It's like literally the highlight of my life. We love having you. Come anytime. I think when you were on last, we got six stars. And I don't even think that's possible. <laughs> we got six stars. So we're hoping to get that again. Mm-hmm. Maybe seven. It's a Everybody, thing. next episode, season two, episode 26, Things to Do on a Rainy Day. Ooh. I don't remember make, what it's about. Do you? out with Dylan. What's going to happen? Do you know? No, no idea. I don't either. Me mm-hmm. neither. I'm so I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like you guys weren't there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's your that's your opinion. I don't know. See you guys later. <laughs> Bye. Bye you guys. See you next week. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.